to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. My name is Sean, and today I am elevated on a hybrid breed called Boogie Board. And I'm Cal, and today I'm elevated on a sativa breed called Super Silver Haze. Thank you for joining us today on Elevated Impressions, where we're going to be doing our discussion for House of the Dragon, Episode 9, The Green Council. Here's your spoiler warning. If you don't already know, um, we're going to be diving into the full details for the episodes of spoilers included, some from the book potentially as well. All right. So this episode picks up right after the death of Vaymond and then the death of the series followed right after that, where he tells Allison the lovely line that, you know, he thinks, quote unquote, Aegon should be king. And that's how she ran with it. Um, so we jump right into this episode and see the conclusion of what goes down in King's Landing afterwards and what Allison and Otto Hightower start scheming together. And we also get some other creepy shit too in there. Um, but we'll touch on that later. So, Sean, overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, okay. Penultimate episode um, in, the, in this world of Ice and Fire, penultimate episodes are something to live up to. Um, you know, we've had some really, really great ones where some really great shit has happened. Um, so I was expecting that this entire episode. Um, and I feel like something great did happen. I just felt like it was too late in the episode. Um, so I, I liked the episode. Not my favorite. Um, but I did like it i would agree um i remember last time we were talking about you know what might we get because game of thrones is usually known for episode nine being the either big battle or a big something popping off um and in this episode yes we got something right we got a, a very good interesting conclusion but it didn't you know write home as i would think of other episode nines like the battle on the black water or some shit like that right mm -hmm. Um, so this one, we're going to also do scene by scene since it was very contained. Um, we didn't have a lot really going on. We basically had one or two storylines essentially. Um, so let's first talk about, um, the initial opening scene we get in, we see, uh, this kid coming out of the series room after the camera pans up the stairs with all the lovely music playing in the background. Um, she gets to go and tell uh, Talia that the king is dead. Talia tells Allison. Allison goes to Otto. What did you think about that? Did you think that was interesting to play it off that way? Because um, we also get to see how Talia signals Miseria. Mm, I love that. That was my favorite part of the whole that whole little thing. Yeah, when she lit yep. the uh, the candles in the room, um, I was like, "Yes, let that bitch know." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, listen. Alicent, I don't like that bitch. She is a complex character. Mm. <laughs> she is, she is um a little delusional though, right? Because I, I, I just don't understand how she thought this was gonna play out when her reason for wanting to initiate or the reason that she's coaxed into wanting her son to take over the throne is when Otto tells her that, you know, uh, if Rhaenyra takes over the throne, she's going to kill all your kids. Don't you think? I'm, I'm very confused how she thought the opposite wouldn't apply. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> very confused. <laughs> hello. Very confused. 
Uh, but real quick, I want to jump back to the opening credits. Did the opening credits confuse you this time around? Did you notice Confused the difference? Confuse me? Yes. No? So for the last nine episodes, I've been trying to pick out the crown. The crown, Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, it's like, okay, so each crown, the one that drops in the blood, et cetera, et cetera. But this opening credit, they shifted it entirely after we got to Viserys. It went to a different direction entirely and went, ended up showing Alicent, her children, and then Aegon and Helena's children, and then followed this weird other path over following Daemon to Rhaenyra. So they changed that middle section. But I guess that's just a me thing and you did not even... Win. I mean, I noticed, I just... I like I, from the beginning. I've you know said I've been expecting um, changes to come to this because of deaths and births, and um, I'm just glad they're doing it. That was actually better than I expected. I will give you that. I was usually expecting they just typical ah, not important. So yeah, oh, look at you. No, no, yeah, 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 sweet. Um, so after the scene where we get to see Allison talk to Otto, a good little thing there was that she saw her picking her fingers again, like she's nervous now again, which is kind of interesting. Um, we move into the small council scene. Um, that's where we see them telling everyone the Viserys' death. Um, interesting fact, Tylen Lannister speaks up after Otto says, now we can put our plans in place like he's the master of coins, but he's not. So that was fun to see that Tyler Lannister was already stepping into that role. Um, we get Allison pretend surprise that everyone was trying to plot behind her back. Um, then we move to Lord Beesbury protesting it and meeting his unfortunate demise. Mm-hmm. Crack up one of those little balls that they slot to check in kind of shit. I was not expecting that. Like, I knew he was going to die in the room, but I didn't think that was how he was going to die. Were you surprised by that death? Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to be a sword. Um, so, <laughs> Absolutely. I thought he was yeah. going to like, stab the back or something like that. But, I mean, after the way Sir Kristen Cole beat Joffrey's ass, I'm, you know, I'm not surprised. So, <laughs> He does enjoy cracking skulls. This is very yeah. true. Um, it was just, it was quick too. Like, I, I was like, okay, is he going to hit him again? Oh, wait, no, he's dead. Oh, damn. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, very simple, I suppose. I mean, I guess he's old. His body, his bones are fragile. True. Yeah. Probably that and he's white, and cold. you know, the sun and the osteoporosis. <laughs> okay, yeah, that part too. Yeah. <laughs> These are facts. <laughs> and then and then we have the Lord Commander. His name is Harold Westling. I got it this time. He tries <laughs> to and Kristen, pulls out his sword. And I was like, you know, finally someone putting this man to justice, but of course that didn't happen. Fun fact, in the book, he's actually dead. He dies even before Viserys does, and Kristen Cole's already the Lord Commander. So that was cool to find out. Um, mm-hmm. I liked his speech, right? He was like, you know, I'm a king's guard. I only listen to the king. Like, they ain't no king, so I ain't listening to none of y'all. I'm surprised... I'm surprised they didn't try to stop him, right? Because the whole goal of closing the doors and shit like that was to make sure the word doesn't get out. So I was like, so he just walks away and now what was all this for? Like, Yeah, when I saw that scene, I was like, well, one, like you said, he's already dead in the book, so we don't know what the fuck they're going to do with him now. But when I saw him walk out and nobody stopped him, because, you know, in real life, they would have stopped him. um, I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll expect to see him later on. 
Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, so he's coming back somehow. Interesting. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and then we have the scene where Alice and sorry, sorry to interrupt, but hopefully, when he comes back, him and Sir Kristen Cole actually. Hmm. That would be an interesting conclusion. Yeah. That would set it up pretty well. That'd be very interesting. Hopefully, hopefully we get that. Um, so after the council separates, um, we get the uh, Allison and Otto both taking their own little turns to go and find Ake. And Allison goes to Helena's room um, with Otto first, um, looking for him. Uh, they basically confirm he's not in the room, not around. Um, Otto then goes gets uh, Eric and Eric after Helena uses her <laughs> beast on the boards um, comment again. Uh, beast beneath the boards comment. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, so Otto gets Eric and Eric to go find uh, Aegon. Uh, Renice and everyone gets locked up in their chambers. Um, Renice is actually supposed to not be in King's Landing already. Apparently, she's supposed to escape beforehand, according to the books. Um, but we get her captured there. And then Eamon and Kristen go to the Street of Silk as well, looking for Aegon. Um, was there anything about any of that that you found interesting? Was there any call-outs that you would think about in there? I feel like that was just a pretty straightforward. Everyone was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, Aegon there. Let's go find him. Helena's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what do you expect me to know? <laughs> I told you last week, he only comes here when he's drunk and then he leaves. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, then we go to Otto going into the throne room with all of the people in front where he's now announcing the death of the series. Um, we see three people basically stand up and say no. Lord Merryweather uh, from the Reach, Lady Fell from Fellwood, which is by the Stormlands, and then Lord Coswell. Um, <sighs> Lord Coswell. He doesn't really, but he does. Like, he... I. I what do you think? I I, I kind of can't be mad at him for it, right? Yeah. He did what he had to do to survive in that moment. And he was going to go set it right, but it just didn't work out for him. It just didn't work out. He tries to escape, right? But like, yeah. you would think would wait even a little bit. Like, just a little bit. Because I'm like, you know, obviously they would be expecting if you're going to run. I'm surprised he made it to his horse, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I, I just thought they would have people watching them. Um, so when he got on his horse, I was like, they're going to shoot him right there. Oh, I guess they didn't really have guns. But I wasn't <laughs> even going to get out right there. Um, I'm surprised he made it to the gate, you know? You almost got out, too. Mm-hmm. You almost got out. But I'm still like, do you really think that's going to let you ride to the gate, bro? Like, I thought he'd like me try to sneak out somewhere else or something. Send yeah, well, I mean, he don't, he don't know the... He don't know the passages and whatnot. Yeah, yeah true. This is true. This is true. Um, then we're back to looking for Aegon. Uh, we get Eric and Eric um, going to that fighting pit uh, where these kids with filed nails and sharpened teeth are fighting each other. We see that there is um, this is Aegon's pastime. This is where he goes all the time, according to um, Eric. Um, and then we get to see this child who's a bastard of Aegon. Um, per some people online, this may be Game in Pale Hair. Um, who we potentially will see come about later on in the series. Uh, this might be closer to season three based on what's supposed to be happening. Um, what did you think about those children in the fighting? Do, do, is this something that I don't remember there being fighting pits with kids like that reference in the book? Do you? Mm-mm, but, you know, 
watching one of these shows, I'm not surprised. It, I didn't even flinch, dog. <laughs> but I was I was like surprised for a little bit because it was kind of like insinuated that Aegon's just having bastards and dropping them into this fire fighting pit. Was that just me? You know what? Okay, so there was some some insinuations going on, and I was trying to figure out what the fuck they were trying to say because <laughs> when they went to go visit that one lady, Aemon and Sir Chris and Cole, uh, yeah. Um, and she was like, she said something about his taste, something about yeah. his taste, and his I was like, what taste. the fuck does that mean? And then they started showing these kids fighting, and I was like, oh, he a pedophile. <laughs> 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 Look, it was like his taste has changed. Okay, yeah, I was like, are they making him gay? What's going on? Or yeah. it could be more cruelty now. Because I'm guessing at that pleasure house, they probably wouldn't want him like beating up anybody or anything like that. Oh, uh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, all right. On the side, so he, he's enjoying the fighting pits and destruction along that with turns his, him on. Yeah, his pro, other prolectivities. Oh wow, what a fucking weirdo! Um, yeah, he was masturbating out of a window, <laughs> <laughs> like just out the window, like yeah. Oh wow, subjected. That, that sounds. A lot like what I imagine. I want to know what how different the world would be if there were, you know, therapists. Oh, nah. Mm. I guess it would depend on the king, right? Because some some kings might take the therapist's opinions. Other kings, depending on what you tell them, might take your tongue. That's yeah. That's fair. Then can you even trust the therapist to give their? Wow. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. Mm, so it depends mm, on the mm, king. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm, <laughs> um then after that we get to see the silent sisters rapping uh the sarah's um that was you know allison's little scene to act like she's sad and shit i was like yeah okay yeah eh, debatable um and then <laughs> no I, th- I do think she is sad about the passing of her children's father i just think um i still think she evil but i do think she she did grow to like him at least a little bit. After all that disrespect she's been giving him, I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's a. Re- I mean, she thing. was cleaning. You think all the cleaning in the wounds and shit was? What do you think that was? Well, she was always a caretaker. She cared took for Jaceras beforehand, so. Yeah, like I think she just. Awful. Well. I think she liked him at least a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, at least a little bit. You know, you spend so much time with somebody, you do grow to like them and care for them and whatnot. And I do think that there was a little bit of that there. I still don't like the bitch, to be clear, but I do think there was a little bit of that there. Yeah, well, the verdict is that we'll never really know because it's out. Um, I think that's why she was trying to like, in, in that small council meeting, I feel like she was trying to like, she could have tried a little harder, but she, <laughs> when um, they were talking about killing Rhaenyra and her people, and she was like, do you think this is what her father would have wanted? You know, she was trying to, like, uphold his memory a little bit. She came real quick, but, you know, a little bit. <laughs> I can see I can see the upholding of his memory. I feel like she respected him, right? I don't I know like that I... she respected him. Not I think my... that's where that disrespect you were talking about come in. 
Well, no, no, no. Not like that, you know, respect in terms of like, you know, as a man or something like that. But like, you know, because he was wise, he was he had wisdom, he loved his family, he's very family oriented, that piece of it. I think he mm-hmm. she liked that comparison compared to her father. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Anyways, I still don't like that bitch. <laughs> Then we go to Allison and Renice, uh, where she tries to convince Renice to come to her side. And she's saying the whole line about the rule, uh, the role of a queen is to help guide. Uh, sorry, a role of a woman is to help guide the men in their lives and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And Renice shuts her down, saying that she toils in the service of these men. Period. Uh, Period. Window in the water of her prison. I was like, Ooh. yes, read her, sis. Hey. Yeah. I enjoyed yep. that thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the way they write these reads. Oh my God, I I, I got to learn how to speak like they speak because I want to read a bitch like that. Yeah. Oh, I wish you luck in that the, one. The metaphors, it's like, come on, come on. But then I'd be thinking, are these, are these just things that they be saying in this time? Like, is that a common metaphor? Like, you know how we have, I don't know what are metaphors we got. You were asking the wrong person right now. Oh, fuck. Okay, I can't think of one right now. I can't think of one right now. But I'm wondering if that's something that they just, you know, is that just a common little idiom? You know what I'm saying? I'm certain the ones in the show themselves, not all of them are. I feel like some. um, They just really that good at reading a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. I love that. I love it. I'm here for it. Read that whole right, Uh, So, release basically. You know, shuts her down. Allison says that she would have until what? She said the morning or some shit like that to fight to make a decision. Yeah, she's there. Ring the bell when you're ready. Yeah. Um. <laughs> then we move to what? That was just oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we move to Otto going to Masaria, trying to you know get Aegon's location. Um. Sarah buys again for the fighting pitch, which is interesting um, to see that she is supporting the growth of her area. You know, she's being a true little uh, mobler right now, which is kind of cool. Um, she then confesses out where Aegon is. Sir Kristen Cole and Aemon are watching them. They follow Eric and Eric, who find Aegon in the sept underneath the dais, I guess it's called. Um, Eric and Kristen fight while Eric leads his brother. And then Aegon and Aemon have a tussle. I can't even call that a fight. It was like a tussle. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of that whole scene? Um, my favorite part of that scene was um towards the end when um Aegon says to Aemon, just let me get on a ship and go away. And like there's that little pause between the two of them, but then it's cut short by Sir Kristen Cole. Yeah, like he looks in the eye and Aemon's like, oh. Yeah, he was like, hold on, man, man. <laughs> bad idea. How do we elaborate further? How do we get away with this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I loved Eamon's whole, you have no complaints for me when Eamon was like, you know, I don't even want this. He was like, yeah, yeah. I have no here. I'm not fit for this and shit, yeah. Uh, I loved it. It was interesting. And then we get to see the break between the twins, um, Eric and Eric. Uh, so obviously the other one's going to be, you know, impacting the scene going forward. Um, after Kristen and Eamon capture Aegon, we go to Allison who confronts Otto saying that she now has Aegon. Um, and Otto gives her the whole, oh, I like to see that you learn how to play the game. And she's like, this is not a game. 
no, she, no, he said, well played. And she goes, this is not a game. And he was like, well, you play it like it is. And I was like, yeah, see, yep. she does. She yep. does. Um, <laughs> she makes her demands for Rhaenyra to get terms and that uh, Aegon will be getting the Conqueror's crown along with Blackfire um, and uh, the Valerian dagger that Viserys had. Um, let's see. Otto tosses in that side line after he realizes that he has to acquiesce that she looks like her mother's in this light. And I'm like, damn, bruh. Like, he's annoying, dog. He's so fucking annoying. Whole face throughout this whole entire thing. When he was, whenever he's like in the the winning seat, he has that like smug ass look. And this is like, oh, it's punchable. I want to punch it. Yeah, bury that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then we get our lovely scene with Allison and Laris Clubfoot. Oh my god, yes. Mm-hmm. So like. Someone called out the fact that the last time they were together alone, she also had her shoes off and completely missed that, right? And now it's like, I can't unsee it. Cause like she she pulls it out and he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, yeah. bro. Yeah. Ain't that I, like, <laughs> I was he's very weirded out. Now, I'm just I I was I was fine with Allison to the point at one point in time. And I was like, okay, okay, fine, fine. You're just showing some feet. Okay, it's cool. It's not that bad. And then he started masturbating, and she looks away, and I'm like, oh, so you know this happens. Okay. Ah, damn, Allison. Hmm. What happened to all of the mother and the father speech from the last week where you were all about the sept and shit like that and the seven and shit like that? The fuck, Allison? I feel like that's worse than all the others. I'm like, ugh. That's, this is what you're doing for power. This to yeah, put him yeah. on the throne. Yeah, girl, you are worth more than that. <laughs> oh boy! But um, fun little facts there was that the Laris was calling Messeria's um, network of spies little spiders, and then he also referenced them as queen bees and stuff like that. A lot of bug references going on throughout this episode. We also had it when Messeria and Otto were talking too. Um, it's very interesting that they're using these references like this because it's unusual because they kind of just jump into these bug talk and I'm like, eh, the spiders and the, the bees was one thing. So it's it's interesting to see how they're making these connections between the how these network of spies are being considered opposed to in the original Game of Thrones where it was like a network of birds um, and spiders. Birds versus spiders, now we're all bugs. This is interesting. That's all I got there. Um, we get to see then the scene where Eric goes to sneak Rainey's out of the uh, her room, I guess, wherever she's being held in the tower. Um, mm-hmm. Lord Coswell is being is hung in front of us um, as Rainey sneaks out, which was like, oh damn, they just put him out there for everybody to see, so you know what's what. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know um, now, Eric knowing the secret passages is interesting when it was Eric, the one that was following Aegon. So Eric should know the secret passages, is not Eric, wouldn't you think? Or is it the secret passages are so well known? They probably just well known by the people that be in the castle a lot. Is it a castle? Yeah, the Red Keep. Castle, yeah. Okay. That's the castle, yeah. Um, they sneak out the back way. We then see Miseria's home being burnt um, and one of Varys' little people fireflies mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, fireflies running away 
Um, do you think she's dead? Mm-mm. Didn't think so either. Yeah, because I'm like, she got a whole network of spies and she doesn't know that you are coming after her. I think she knows this part. So I'm like, be interesting to see how she returns next time. Um, yeah, she's still got more to do. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm back. Um, then we go down to the scene where Allison and Aegon are now coming down in the carriage. And it's interesting that this dude kind of just sat there and is basically just saying all he wanted was his father to love him this whole time. Is, is that what you got? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's what he wanted? He's like, he doesn't even like me. He never liked me. And I'm like, damn. Okay, that's, that's why you're a little shit. Yeah, I mean, it it, it echoed um, Rhaenyra. That's how she felt in the beginning, too. That is when her, true. When her dad wouldn't name her heir. That is true, because all he cared about was the baby that was supposed to come mm-hmm. and die. Hmm. Uh, now, the next interesting piece is where Allison tells him that Otto is going to try to convince him to go against Renera, but, you know, she's offering terms, and he doesn't respond to that. So, obviously, we know where that's going to go. I feel like we're going to get another Joffrey scene uh, where it's like, don't take his head. And he's like, yeah, take his head, Sterling. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where it's going. Um, Allison calls him an imbecile when he says, do you love me? Gives him the dagger and all this other shit. And I'm like, this is the dude you want to be king, Allison? Like, She's stupid, though. <laughs> uh, uh, we have Aegon now walking into the dragon pit. Um, we get to see everyone being ushered there. Rhaenys and Eric uh, end up being separated. Um, Aegon walks in when they're about to crown him. Rhaenys sneaks out. We get to see the dragon sigil being changed now to a gold three-headed dragon. So now we have the separation between the original black and red. And now there is a gold dragon that represents Aegon. They're saying his name from his his dragon sunfire as well, per the books. Mm -hmm. Um, Kristen Cole is up there just looking annoying as fuck. Like, his whole speech was just annoying me. I hated him so much. And then Otto's smirk was just like, both of them were just there. And I'm like, I want to punch you both in the face. I hate you so yep. much. Yep. Oh, I hate you so much. Yep. Um, Aegon is crowned. He gets, you know, as we know, Aegon the Conqueror's uh, original crown along with Blackfire. He thrusts up in the air and you can see his jubilation that the people like him. They love me. They really love me. Mm-hmm. Kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Rhaenys and Melise bust through the bottom of the dragon pit. Yes. I'll let yes. you go with that. Loved it. I fucking loved it. Um, except for one thing. Okay. Was it just me? Or was there no way her big ass dragon was going to get to the motherfucking doors? And then when it went, they shrank that bitch down. Like, they needed to do better with those graphics. I, like, it was, it was not cute. Um, <laughs> But other than that, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. So I had a little bit of qualms with the CGI of the smoke when Renice was first coming It was out. very charmed 2004. Yeah, and the people yeah. run into the smoke too. I was like, yeah, it was a very charmed 2004. Yeah, it was a little buffy. Yeah, yeah. This episode nine. Yeah, but that's because they're saving it for ten. This is true. Yeah. I think they are changing the precedent. This is true. Um, now, do you think 
this is Helena's beneath, beast beneath the board prophecy? I think so. I feel so too. Because it makes sense because before, uh, last episode you were saying that it's the spies, uh, the people in the room around them, uh, you know, the people to the uh, Renera's group, you know, people against you. I was thinking it's like the spies within the area no, around I them. That. I said it was the dragon eggs. The dragon eggs? Yeah. Okay, you said the dragon eggs, and I said the spies. There we go. Mm. Um, so we got it was actual full on dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool to see. I enjoyed that. Um, next episode, we see her the trailer that uh, Renice gets there to warn them. Damon's telling them not to bend the knee. Uh, they're, she's being told to lay siege to the Red Keep. Lucin and Sarah's out far up to go instead to where. We don't know yet, but it's not to fight any wars because Renera wouldn't send them there. So clearly, it's more than likely to win someone to their side. Um, why she would send her children, um, and then you get to see potentially a dragon fight because we get to see Vagar is out there. Damon goes to get Caraxes, who's clearly not happy of being locked up for however long Caraxes is locked up. Um, and then Vagar's popping out of the water. What do you think? Well, obviously you know, but and I kind of remember ish now too. So do you think we're gonna get to see? everything that we might be thinking of? I don't think that is Caraxes that Vayman is going to, so let me start with that. Mm. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otto's gonna go to Dragonstone to give them their terms, like Homegirl said, what's her name, Allison, like Allison said, terms of surrender. Um, that's why um, Damon and Rhaenyra are in the trailer talking about surrendering and Damon's not having that shit. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like you said, um, Luke is going to have to go win somebody to their side. Woo-wee, it's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be so fucking good. Oh my god, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fucking good. Mm, 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 mm. I told you I've been waiting for dragons. Oh, trust me. You and I both. That's what we yeah. both are here for. So it's going to be great to see you know, what we're hoping we're going to get to see. Some yeah. dragons popping. Yeah. You know, dragons I remember you trying to spoil my dreams last week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you trying to spoil my dreams last week. They can't have a dragon fight. Vagar's obviously going to win. Well, yeah, but they can still fight. This is true. I'm still fighting. You right? You right? Sorry for who has to fight them, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for who has to fight them, but... <laughs> mm. Well, look like gets sent off with a big episode opposed to nine being it 10 looks like it's going to be it so i'm really looking forward to that and hopefully as you said they put all the budget there i'm i'm hoping for that yeah i think we're gonna get a really i don't know how long the dragon fight's gonna last because Vagar is the biggest dragon in the world living right now um so I don't know who knows how long it will last, but it will definitely be exciting to watch as we've seen some of the clips in the trailer. Yeah, like the just the one from coming out the water alone was like, okay, so we got some sneaky tactics going on. I'm down for this. Let's go. Let's yeah, I'm 
Was he coming out the water? It looked like he came out the water. Or I think was... it's just a storm. I think he's just flying in the rain. Oh, the storm's so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, but... It's gonna be good. And, and it starts, people. And it starts. We are in the Targaryen Civil War. Dance with the Dragons. Mm, 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 mm. In the books, they call it the Death of Dragons, and then it's updated to be more appealing. So it's going to be a crazy climax episode, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life after that. Yeah, because how long are we going to have to wait for season two? Uh, it's definitely going to be probably this time next year. If it, you think, I don't think they've even started filming, have they? I said at the soonest, so I, I don't think so. I, yeah. Because I, I don't think so. Yeah, now, I think it's going to be... A while yeah because this is going to take more time because this is going to be supposed to be the more of the war heavy area of things yeah. so yeah 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 it's gonna be a while i think so but it's fine go do it right this is true i'd rather them do it right than end up like the end of the game of those yeah. uh, even though i did love that in its own way anyway any oh, final God. thoughts this <laughs> um any final thoughts on this episode i don't know i will say this and I, not just about this episode, but about this entire, the first nine episodes. I think they did. I see a lot of people complaining about the time skips and the pacing. Um, we're done with that. Um, right now, after this, they're going to just tell you some good ass story about the death of the dragons so i feel like the first nine episodes really gave us all of the pieces that we need so that what we're about to see this coming sunday and in the seasons to come all make sense i completely agree i had no issues with the time skips because they didn't like linger too long in any one area that didn't really give you some kind of context or backstory and like with the introduction of all of these new names and new people and shit there was no other real way to do it other than time skipping ahead like if they had started like you know right during the time right after the Ceres has died you'd have a lot of backstory to understand who Damon mm -hmm. is who Ava is mm -hmm. um you know why this is happening the backstory for Rhaenyra and Allison like it makes you hate her more so yeah. like you need to I, see the betrayal. Exactly. I didn't mind it at all. I think yeah. they did well with pacing it out the way it was. Because when we first started off, we were looking at how, how are they going to spend time? How much how far are we going to go? How much time they can spend in certain areas? And it felt just enough. Yep. I agree. I uh, agree. And now we can just sit back and watch this amazing war unfold. Um, there are some deaths that are going to be difficult for me to see. And there are some deaths that I can't fucking wait to see. So, yeah, with that, I'm Sean. And I'm Cal. Thanks for joining us today, folks. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Stream, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for flying with us, folks. And see you next time on Elevated Impressions. Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions.